Hello, welcome to another episode of Proof Beyond Reason. It's been a minute. Yeah. It's been a few weeks. It's been like two weeks, hasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Last episode we recorded a couple weeks ago. Audio was terrible. Uh, so we didn't really put a lot of promo behind it, but now we are back, probably louder than ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. They can hear us louder. They can clear. hear JMO. I hope. For <laughs> those <laughs> out there in Germany and Japan hearing us. There you go. Oh, Welcome. Wow, Thank you so much for uh, supporting the podcast. Um, it's your boy, Mike the Baptist. We got JMO over here. And of course, geology. Geology. Uh, what's going on with your book? What's going on? What's book the trend? is good. I still have to send you the link. Yes, this Yo, dude. It's been a minute. He has zero <laughs> promo skills with himself. Like, what's the problem? That's true. Yeah. I might post it up on Facebook today. Please. Yeah, I don't know how I can get it because I'm off the grid. And I don't oh, that's true. Yeah. I'll have to email it. Yeah. You have to oh. give me your email. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so we'll do that. Um, today's episode, talking about brainwashing. Ooh. Something I talk uh. about frequently, or a lot, actually. You guys have heard it for, like, the past nine, ten years, me talking about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a serious thing. Um, funny enough, and, and we'll get into the specifics of what brainwashing is and the whole deal, blah, blah, blah. But uh, in when I was at in college, uh, in my marketing degree, they talked about... Mm-hmm. Uh, subliminal messaging yep. and the importance of subliminal messaging and marketing so whether it's uh, an advertisement or a movie mm-hmm. where you know you have your aquafina bottle just chilling like you know here and the camera yep. does a quick it, that little piece right there is the subliminal part it, essentially in hopes that you saw that and then at some point in the future it'll come back up that in your mind, memory uh, yeah. Sometimes instantaneously. I remember me and my mom, was, uh, I think it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. And this is horrible, but um, me and my mom were just watching TV and a Taco Bell commercial came on. And we both, at the end of the commercial, we both looked at each other and we're like, let's go to Taco Bell. Dang. And I was like, let's go. Dang. So you remember when we used to go to Jay's and it used to be like Burger King? We play video games. Yeah. And then it'd be like two, 1 o'clock in the morning. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> we need to go get Burger King <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so, so, so the, the existence and the acceptance of a social conditioning, mm-hmm. intentional, whatever, it's present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're aware of that. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about is, is brainwashing different facets of it. Uh, where do we find it? And um, and how it impacts us and what scripture talks about in terms of brainwashing. So, um, so G, can you turn that down a little bit? The yes, the fan I can. Um, fan seems to be giving a little bit. They go ah oh, much better. Relieves the interference to our listeners. Keeps our gain where it needs to be. You can keep it on just a little like a, like low. <laughs> Without, <laughs> we, we, we don't want to die. <laughs> we don't want to die. GG's trying to kill us. Um, so brainwashing, what is it? What, what well, is brainwashing? Um, I did some research kind of like a, what brainwashing was. Um, and uh, I got this from HowStuffWorks.com. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so funny, but if you just type in brainwashing in Google, that's one of the sources that actually up. comes in, up. And um, it, it basically was talking about kind of like um, the, the word brainwashing and how they don't really kind of like that. They more think of more thought reform. So it's kind of like um, the study of brainwashing. So in, in the form of like psychology in that standpoint, um, brainwashing is referred in psychology as thought reform, right? And it falls into the sphere of social influence, right? Hmm. I'm just going to read it just like a, um, a paragraph of only, like it's very more intense, but just something that kind of stood out to me. 
And so it says that um, because brainwashing is such an invasive form of influence, it requires the complete isolation and dependency of the subject, Mm -hmm. which is why you mostly hear of brainwashing occurring in prison camps or totalist cults, right? So it has to be complete, right, Um, influence. And it's very evasive, very, very strong, right? The agent or the brainwasher must have complete control over the target, the brainwashee, so that the, that the sleep patterns, the eating, using of the bathroom, fulfillment of other basic human needs depends on the will of the brainwasher or the agent. Mm. So it's like a complete dependence, right? It says, in the brainwashing process, the agent systematically breaks down the target's identity to the point that it does not work anymore. So the your individual identity as the as the victim of brainwashing it is no more because now the person doing the brainwashing has now taken ownership of yeah. your identity. Is that so, kind of uh, where um, it reminds me yeah. of torture? Yeah, well, it's it's in a form of like um, they use it. Uh, some some people use it as torture. Some people say you don't need it, mm-hmm. um, but it's one of those things where the the brainwasher does it over a period of time mm. where um attacks your identity mm-hmm. mm. and then not only attacks it but it gets to a point where you're complete that that identity is completely demolished uh demolished for the brainwasher to kind of build it up into the image or whatever they want to mm-hmm. kind of pre-program you into i mean that's very much uh, the cult right that's yep. that's the um jim jones thing right like where the people were just so much they, they were so submitted to this individual that that they had nothing of their own wow that's interesting yeah i find it really interesting especially with the identity and stuff like that so many people nowadays i feel you know struggle with identity even people in church out church it doesn't even matter just people in general I feel like struggle a lot more like whether it be a man and, and their role as a man. And now we got, you know, you know, homosexual and transgender mm-hmm. and different different things. The reason I say those things is because they're different things that we didn't think about 15, 20 years ago. We right. didn't think about changing the bathrooms at Target. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now, it, like this, uh, this, uh, this thing where people are more confused than ever. It's almost like on a massive scale. Mm-hmm. If brainwashing is a thing where they attack your identity for them to reprogram, then That's it kind of makes yeah. way more. I mean, we have a an episode uh, that we we talked about identity, mm-hmm. but it was more on the I think the social level and the peer pressure and so forth. But it didn't go into that. The, the brain and I don't recall if it did or not no, but if if you want to check it out check out the previous episode brainwashing got to give that a quick plug in but um, but that is that is interesting um, what so what how does that form into the from the from the the social occult standpoint like this whole thing that he's talking well about? Um, you can have a prime example I'm actually reading a book that uh, my girlfriend gave me it's about that uh, one of the actors that was on King of Queens, the one that played the wife. I don't know if you oh, guys... Oh, um, Leah Remini, right? Yes. The, so, so, um, the Tom Cruise religion. What is that? Yeah, Scientology. Scientology. She got into Scientology and then she got out of Scientology and she was saying all this stuff saying that uh, I might be throwing them under the bus or everything, but everyone needs to know. And then she laid down like what they actually do, um, how they brainwash you. So basically, they have you at the beginning 
you're already lost completely. So like we talked about, or like you were saying that people have like mass confusion. They don't know who they are. They have an identity. So what they like to plug in is a lot of positive things so that it gets people saying like, oh, look, I can follow this or I can do a certain set of uh, things to make my life better, find my purpose, Mm -hmm. find who I am, find Mm -hmm. my identity. Mm -hmm. But then as you're going, they show you that you can only follow that set rule or only follow that set law that they have established, that doctrine. And then they build it up that you can't share with anyone else, that everyone outside of it is not going to be considered like wise or whatever Mm. and that's how they have it so you build on levels but then the more you go in the more you learn but the more you're excluding out from what you have already learned outside of it but how does it actually like how is it released into culture how is it released into into what we do on a day-to-day like the cult and center or brainwashing the the brain the brainwashing yeah how how does it fit into all right so there's an article on uh, CNN. I actually talked about it. It says 99% of televisions are in Western households. Like 99% of the whole population has a television <laughs> that's, set. That's a lot. And it says that. All U.S. Spend, population? Yes, U.S. Yeah, population. Some people have, yeah, two, three, four TVs. And it yeah. says that basically people spend about four hours watching television. Now, I don't watch television, so I can be considered outside that spectrum. Yeah. But. I maybe just do four hours a, four a hours, week, maybe. You add that in or actually do all the multiplication and everything, and that's nine years out of someone's life that's completely spent on watching television. Within that, they're using subliminal messaging, so product placement like we mm-hmm. talked about. They use little things like introducing something that you would never have seen years ago. Like I was watching cartoon with my niece, and then I saw that there's actually a gay couple in one of the cartoons. I was just like, this would have never existed back in the days. Mm. But yet people like to throw out, oh, but it was slowly starting to implement because you had Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, a lot of people used to be like, oh, uh, Ren and Stimpy was a gay couple. Oh, the Sesame Street thing. Yep. The two dudes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it was never implied. It was never right. implied, yes. That's but true. nowadays we have, since all the things that's going on in the media, it's being talked about yeah. a lot. Now it's seen as the normal. Mm. You know, it's funny because you say back in the day, but really we're talking about five maybe 10 years max you know what i mean back in the days five years ago that's or true. 10 years yeah. ago max i guess well i mean it wasn't it i was, mean they didn't have no cartoons like that five years ago but we we if, if you know the people at this table weren't necessarily paying attention to that to that level at that time now it's more apparent because we've been we've condition ourselves to look for those things mm-hmm. but back then we didn't think about it you know now if i look at cartoons back then i see things in cartoons now that i have my daughter and i'm like what in the world is this you know and and i'll add my own commentary i'll read books mm-hmm. and the books are very they they're they're referencing something that i know it has a double meaning mm-hmm. but the children doesn't the child doesn't know the movies will say comments and it has like a double meaning for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but they don't know the difference. Uh, but the, the parents are. And so, but yet the kids are also picking that up slowly subconsciously. Well, yeah, they're, they're picking up the, what they understand it mm-hmm. to be. But as soon as they understand the, the other way it's a wrap, you know, that innocence yep. is gone. You know, now they've become desensitized to a certain mm-hmm. level and now you need a new level to now eliminate and then another level to eliminate and another level to eliminate. So you're yep. at the point where 
it's just there's no more um i think you had mentioned before something about ravi saying that um the wonder like the wonderment is gone yeah, it was actually a book that I um, shout out to Ravi Zacharias. Ravi, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there was actually a book. Uh, that's called "Recapture the Wonder," mm. and it was like multiple things in that book that um, was beautiful. It's kind of like recapturing that that innocence, uh, even if it's lost. You know what I mean? So it's really really good book. Yeah, but and and so I think in, in that in some of the discussion that we had before, it was about it was about the the loss the you lose innocence because of all the things that kind of what we're talking about um and the the overexposure of so much that we see out there of sexuality of confusion of the identity of materialism of violence you know to, to the degree that uh you know you could walk down the street and see somebody on the floor bleeding and and it not even occur to you that the, I need to help this person is just kind of a, you know, we see it now the, you see on world star and stuff, dudes are recording somebody mm-hmm. just getting pummeled instead of helping that person, you know, putting your body at risk to help that individual. So they're not going to get killed. Mm-hmm. You instead are going to record it so you can get a following and someone in front of you is being murdered, physically being murdered instead of just, you know, going after it, mm-hmm. taking the risk and, you know, saving this person's life. Um, that's where we are that's where we are in the culture so desensitized and and you know things like that like the youtube world star instagram and all that it's it's eroding that wonderment it's eroding the innocence it's eroding the moral framework that we have to do what is right and now because of the relativity what is right you know what i'm saying like what this is entertaining i'm gonna get more followers for me this is right for the for oh i'm sorry for the person receiving that beating it's not fun it's not right you know so now it's a there's a relative thing going on there um that makes it risky and um and so that, i think that's that's all part of uh, of this or whatever but yeah i want to actually finish do it because it's it's only like two more sentences do but it. it's gonna kind of bring it a little more um, to what we we're saying. So it was an attack on the identity, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it says this, um, regardless of what, whatever definition you use, many experts believe that under the ideal brainwashing conditions, the effects of the process are, are mostly often short term. The brainwashing victims old identity is not in fact eradicated or removed by the process of brainwashing, but instead it is hiding. It says, and once the new identity stops being reinforced, the person's old attitudes and beliefs will start to return. So it has to be continually fed. It has to be continually Mm. spoken to and and worked on and it was just kind of reminds me like what g was talking about even with the, the statistics of four or four hours a day um that's just tv that's not including Video cell phone because that. yeah we don't watch tv anymore but it's always replaced now mm. we're we're on netflix on our phone for 10 hours so we don't watch tv like we used to but now we're on our phones and so it's like okay if this brainwashing think about this if this brainwashing has to be continual for it to work, and it's almost like those the, the social norms of everybody else, like it's like this outside pressure of other people being brainwashed. So the moment that you want to be off the grid is this, ugh, like you're yep. attacked. 
you're made fun of. Yep. Right? I've had that a lot. Um, Mike occasionally would see me do that occasionally, but it's because I had to take a break because I couldn't take anything. Like, all of the stuff that people were going through on social media, television, all that, I just had to cut it off. So I would typically just tell people, all right, um, I'm done with Facebook. I'm done with Instagram. So I would completely cut everything off. The moment someone approached me and said, hey, what's your Facebook? And I would be like, oh, I don't have a Facebook. They look at you in a completely different way. And I'm always like over here just like, all right, uh, you can just contact me, text me or something. They're like, no, no, I usually go on Facebook. I'm usually there for a while and then I'll talk to you or send you a message there. But yet you have this whole highlight reel and scope of how it's supposed to be. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to have social media. And yet when you're actually don't have it, you're just seen as a normal individual Mm -hmm. that's like losing his mind or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what does it look like in, in, you know, when we talk about social media, like what does it actually look like? So um, the social conditioning, the brainwash, what does it actually look like? We actually talked about it in identity episode where it's, you're seeing this glamorous lifestyle where you show all your highlight reels, basically. So you have your best moments, your best pictures, your best uh, quotes, statuses, whatever you want to call it. You can even start promoting. It's basically like a self-promotion of yourself. That's how social media has gone, and that's it's not going to die anytime soon. So automatically, if you could start from, say, your high school student who doesn't have social media, you're thrown into this world where you see people posting every 20 seconds. So from the start, you're just seen as a normal average Joe. And then you start seeing that to be known, you have to get likes. You have to get follows. So you start doing stuff. You start posting a picture. You start tagging. You see that that doesn't work. So you do what you did. I mean, what you were talking about, you amp up the level. So then you start doing crazy videos. When There was like the whole planking phase. People started planking in all the weird spots. Like doing crazy things, getting injured. So then there was one where they were lighting themselves up. Did you see that phase when they were lighting themselves up in the bathroom, in the bathtub? Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, I did. On fire. That that was like what, like four years ago or something. But there's always something new, like right. There's always something new, and you could see an example of that in um, the ice bucket challenge. Before it wasn't a. I mean, they were doing it for um, ALS. ALS, yes. But then you had people who weren't doing it for ALS. They just wanted it for attention. So they were bringing Brian Ross into the idea that, oh, look, I'm doing this. So it's going to be a positive way or I'm donating in a way or supporting it. But yet you're just doing it just to see that you're doing it. So you're tagging another individual. It's just like, oh, yeah, tag 10 more people to do this. And then they would continue to continue this trend. But yet they lost support of what it actually was. Yeah. I mean, some people do it because they make money off of social media. So even girls are, you know, getting plastic surgery or doing a lot of mm-hmm. augmentation with their, you know, lips and whatever for the purposes of getting the following so that they can do the sponsorship so that they yep. can go in front of the camera and say, hey, shout out to so and so. And that sponsor will pay them. And that's how they make a living. Uh, and they're OK with doing that. It's, it's just it to me. It's funny. It's just, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's hilarious because the look is the same. You can tell there's a certain look, there's a certain like mm-hmm. doctor they'll go to because there's a certain appeal to the camera that that you can get. So there's a certain structure you have to get in your face so that your camera can it can register well with the camera and it's clear that it's not your face. 
Yep. It's someone else's face. It's so it's the, the same equipment too that yeah. certain people have. So like when you see them walking around in the mall, you're like, yo, this person's clearly like not it, them. It's so. always the same, right? Yes. The, the lip injections, yes. the certain waistline, yes. everything. It, but they start becoming replicas. Correct. Right? Yep. And it, it almost has to be because you know, you you That's you, the ideal of beauty. Correct. Almost. Correct. It's been implanted in you that I'm not pretty enough. I have to take supplements to make my body a certain way, I have to do surgery to make my body a certain way. Um, and it's one thing if you want to live a healthy lifestyle and you're putting into practice norms and disciplines in order to make that come to fruition. It's another thing when you're doing it because of, of popularity, of opinion, of whatever, then, then you've, there's a disconnect. And when you start to see what you're being fed, so if, if, or you're feeding yourself, if that's your influence, then yeah, if you're spending the five, six hours watching whatever that shows you how ugly you are, then yeah, of course you're going to want to do those things because now you want to measure up to whoever this person or these group of people are telling you. Um, and I think part of that is, and it's not to blame this group of people, but um, you know, the keeping up with the Kardashians, I think had a huge impact on culture because of the way they dressed, mm-hmm. the way they looked very attractive and all that stuff. But, uh, after time, people wanted to become them. They lusted because the show was entertaining. Now you no longer are entertained by the show, by, by the show's, uh, humor and what's going on in their life. Now you want to be them because you're like, they're, they're the standard of beauty. They have all the attention. They have all the money. How do I become them? And we're guilty of it. Actually, I, I texted John earlier. I was like, I remember when I was younger, I wanted to, I was praying to God. I was like, make me 6'4 so I can be in the NBA. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Yeah, we're both of us, right? We all we both want to be, you know, in the NBA. And, uh, you know, I, I think I forgot to ask God for the skills <laughs> to be in the NBA because <laughs> that was important. I already, I already had the skills. <laughs> I already so. had the skills. You need the height. Um, <laughs> you know, but but it was that it was that longing, that lust for that position, you know, and and it was, um, it was a magnified lifestyle that I thought was the answer to my problems. Mm-hmm. And so the prayer of my heart was something that was unnatural to me, but, but it also reflected what I was feeding myself. I was not content with my height, my weight, my, 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 my strengths that God gave me. Instead, I lust, lusted after the strengths of someone else. And it's almost and like society uh, brainwashing correct. you to say you're inferior. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't you make know. this amount of money, you're inferior. Yes. Yeah, if yeah. you don't have this kind of house, uh, you're not. If you don't have this many children, and you know, even now where where society is like, well, don't have kids. You know, put it off. Don't have kids. Kids is a burden. Well, then you put off having kids, and then if you have a kid, you're you're you know you're seen as oh we can't hang out with you anymore. Then you have a kid, and now you're not that cool because you need to have two, three, four kids. Like, it's just so strange. Like, keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, almost. it is so strange. Like, just everybody having this other expectation of you. Another Have you? Same. Okay, so I want to tell you, like, we normally don't do news articles, but I, I every single morning at work, uh, the first thing I do is I, I put in the news, right? And uh, there was actually this article that I read, like, a couple days ago. There was this w- woman who was traveling. She was an Instagram, not Instagram model, but I guess just an Instagram personality. She was I guess a star, she, maybe, because she yeah, had so yeah, many followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 24 years old. Um, kind of like you were saying, that same look. Yeah. Um, loved the detention, everything. So anyways, she, um, she was known for going to different exotic places 
and taking pictures, going on vacations, living the, the rich lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. So she goes on a cruise um, from her country to Australia. But I guess there was um, a deal where she could have made $100,000 by going on this cruise. But there was so happened to be cocaine on the on the ship. So she right now know, knew that there was there was cocaine, but they in Australia they they sentenced her to the maximum of eight years in prison right now um, because she wanted to keep it. And then w- her defense was she got caught up mm. at, in that lifestyle of the Instagram, and she says that she was addicted to the followers, mm. addicted to the likes. But isn't it funny because all of them say that once they reach that certain point of fame, I got caught up in the lifestyle. Like they all say it, like all the musicians or something like that. They're yeah. like, oh, I got caught up and then I have to like backtrack. And then yeah. they usually you see them go to rehab or something. They're like, oh, no, I have to, like, reform. Mm-hmm. And yet it reminds me because you said thought reform is the process that they actually go for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listened to um, uh, Hot 97 um, on YouTube. You know, just keep up with the culture, see what's happening and stuff. Um, and uh, they were talking about how, how some of these Instagram stars are getting record deals. So now you're not getting record deal because you have talent. You get a record deal because you have a following for whatever reason. You know, usually the girl who's putting out booty shots and doesn't care, you know, showing everything. And um, and because you have a following now, they're offering you a record deal. So so your record deal is not because you have talent. Your record deal now is someone will write for you. Someone will produce for you. Someone will tell you exactly what to do, what to wear. They'll make you up from head to toe. They'll change your look. They'll give you they'll give you all the money you need. Uh, or all the support you need because now they're going to earn money off of you because you have millions of followers. But it kind of goes to show you the the shifting of influence. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, 15, 20 years ago, um, actually yesterday, I watched this show on uh, YouTube. This like a hot wing show. Like they in- this guy interviews um, like guests and they eat like progressively hotter wings. Like I like it because they're like they start reacting, Sweating, stuff. bleeding through their but, nose. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so uh, it's really popular. Um, so yesterday I, I just watched a video and it was a supermodel, um, Tyra Banks. I don't know if you guys remember Tyra yeah, Banks. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Tyra right? Banks. Um, so she's considered like I guess one of the most famous supermodels, yeah, not regular is. models, yeah. like supermodel, America top model. She was a uh, like the she yeah, created she like that show. Over, yeah. So she's extremely popular. Had a show for years, right? She's on the show, and the, one of the questions that the guy asked her was, like, about um, Victoria's Secret. So she was known for being, like, the top angel or whatever. They would put, like, the, the best wings or I don't know, like, in the Victoria's show, right? And she says back in the day when it was her time, and we're talking only 10 years, um, she says, oh, I made a lot of money. She says now they don't make anything. She says the Instagram models. She says I found um, some of the contestants from the, the the America's Top Model on Instagram. She says now Instagram models are making millions, mm-hmm. and Victoria's Secret things of her craft 10, 15 years ago is no longer. They still have it because of the prestige, but they pay them nothing. So I started thinking about this. Is like 
why, it, like in back in marketing, right? Why would I pay um, LeBron James one hundred million dollars before he even gets into the NBA? Nike did that. Before he even played one game in the NBA, Nike spent one hundred million dollars for 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 him to be like. And the the word is influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why they pay. And so now we can kind of see. You can always see the trends, right? So now you see Instagram. You've seen social media being... That's the, kind of what you were saying. Like, yeah. That's the number well, one form the, of influence. The cost of customer acquisition to get... If someone has like a million followers, two million followers, the cost of that customer acquisition is going to cost that organization X number of dollars, right? So let's say it's going to cost them seven, eight, nine million dollars or more to acquire that many customers. Well, this person has done it for, for no cost on the part of them. So now they can go up to this person and say, man, to get those customers, it would cost us $7 million, $8 million. So now we'll go to them and we'll just offer them a deal. We're paying them almost nothing to what we would have paid if we had to hustle. But for them, making them a millionaire all overnight. So I'll make you a millionaire. I'll make you famous because... N- because now just to acquire those customers, that's what I needed. But to be profitable, we have to spend more money to get return business and so forth. So, I mean, once we have your customer base, we have them. And now we just need to make sure they're engaged. So once we engage your client, the customers that you have already, we're all going to make a lot of money. So we're, we're going to put the money up front. You're the recipient of a percentage. We're still making the dollars, but we didn't have to go through the time period. See, time is money. So they had to go through the time of spending that much money. Here they get it in a heartbeat if they find the right person who already has the following. The person who had to put in the work was that that individual. And now whatever happened, bam, here it goes. So – so it's interesting, you know what I'm saying? It's an interesting time we're living in. But, um, but anyway, back to uh, the brainwashing. So how does this even tie into brainwashing? I mean, uh, you, you were talking about it just recently. It all ties into brainwashing because um, you guys were talking about it and making fun of him in the beginning, uh, Takashi 69 yeah, whatever. He's yeah. being pushed now a lot. Yeah, he's heavy, heavy you, being pushed. You see that. That's all the trap music scene. I mean... You said it right there, and when you were reading, repetition is a constant thing. We were talking about this off recording, like uh, one of the nights where we were saying how music nowadays is like a trance. So they'll repeat a chorus over and over and over again, and yet you're just like mesmerized. And that's like something you hear as a kid. I think you were the one that was saying it, that a kid's nursery rhyme is basically repetition. So they have you in like this trance-like state. And then they can just push in whatever agenda they have. So whatever is cool that they're wearing now, so that the 90s are back, you have, like, everyone starts shifting. So the whole culture is now, like, 90s is back. They like this trap music. They like anything. But yet you play, say, for example, uh, a 90s, like, rap CD or something. And they'll be like, oh, what's that? that that's trash. And you're yeah, just like, yeah. what is that? that it made hip-hop. And then nowadays you put on like whatever track on the radio and it's just like blah, 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 blah. And it's just like well, they can the, say that and put a catchy beat. And the people that's like, the part. It's the beat. Um, there was a conference Brian Newman had um, and he was quoting research from Oxford University, Harvard, Stanford, you know, you name it. It, it was he was quoting it. Um, and he talks about different benefits of music. But when it comes to the beat, just the 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 rhythm of it. He says uh, music can help patients recover faster for after surgery because 
it increases oxygen and blood flow to the brain. It increases a sense of hearing, which is linked to emotional to emotions and memories. And it can even help prevent Alzheimer's disease if you play an instrument. So if you play an instrument, it can help prevent that. Um, some of the spiritual influences of, of rhythm music, kind of what G's talking about. Rhythm and drum beats place the listener into an altered state of mind as brain frequencies capture sound to react distinctively to changes in tempo, pitch, and bass as it is delivered from the sensors in the ear. Um, so it's like if you work out, you know, if you listen to a song that's like, you know, inspirational Rocky beat, Rocky track, suddenly you just want to like, ah, you just become like inspired to do more because it's, it's helping to influence those emotions. Um, in tribal rituals, drum beats are used to place people into hypnosis. So they'll actually do rituals and to control your heartbeat and mm-hmm. to control your emotions. Um, uh, in an altered state of mind, a person is susceptible to subliminal messaging. Yep. Uh, but he talks about this specifically. He says the five senses, uh, smell, taste, touch, sight, and sound. Our senses tap into our emotions, desires, and memories and decision-making. As people, we are influenced through these avenues. Our brains store information we obtain from our senses for the rest of our lives. The more garbage we store, the more filthy we become. So in in him saying those things and and him kind of going through the research and all that, um, the the subliminal, the brainwashing piece that we have in music today, and and, I mean, if if you just don't play the beat, and you read the lyrics to, to sex, drugs, yeah. money, and girls. I mean, it's worse than that. Like, you know, you, you it's to, gotten even worse. To, than yeah, to Takashi Six Nine, if you just read the lyrics, you're just like, this is there's it's about no, one of them is about just guns. Yeah, no, it's it's like there's no. I mean, I'm not getting smarter off of this thing. And like, if I'm you s- notice, they don't even make sense. Like the it title does. does it's like uh, paper hats. Yeah, and it's like like paper hats. <laughs> Yeah, but it has yeah. no relevance to the track. Like, but nor is there any any substance to the music. There's no substance, but it's gonna get you to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get you to think a certain way. It's gonna get you to to want to engage in a certain behavior, right? Yeah. So or, uh, or prevent you from a certain. Behavior. So when I was listening to to one of the tracks, and and uh, and I was watching the music video, but I'm listen, I'm looking at the track. In, in in my lens, I can make the difference and say, you know what, this is garbage, and I'm not going to really like uh, pay much attention to it. But after I watched it a few times, the, it, it, it promotes a gang culture. Mm. And, and knowing a little bit about gang culture, um, man, I just started to be like, wow, this is pretty dope, right? Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I... I in, in, in this trance of being attracted mm-hmm. to that gang culture, like it's calling me. And I'm like, wow, that is very weird that I feel that way. And to the point where I was starting to play these tracks again and again and again and again, and then I showed my wife, I was like, look at this trash. And I played it. She was like, what are you even, what are you doing, <laughs> dude? Like, this is so bad. And not even just artistically, it's just terrible. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize for the moment because you start to it's that's it's yep. how what is the consistency that you're letting it hit you with hit 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 and you're feeding yourself this suddenly like I just aligned myself with the message of what this person is saying like I'm good with what they're saying 
And you know what I'm saying? Like suddenly I'm walking into work like ready to just be like, <laughs> let somebody say something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like throw my flags up or whatever. Like it's crazy. I think I mentioned in a um, like not the last one, but the one before. But um, I said something in the, in the lines of um, whatever like from the uh, like the the period of your your life, like the type of music that you listen to from like six to like fourteen or whatever, or like that age bracket, it's kind of what you're always gonna be like open to, <laughs> you know. So so that that it's particular true, yeah. thing spoke to like it's easier for that but if it was a rock song or you know some different style of music like Maybe. a country song that was saying the exact same stuff right you wouldn't have be predis you know predisposed Maybe. to Maybe. it you know so Maybe. but it, it goes to show you how deep this brainwashing thing is yeah it's subconscious on another level that even if you didn't want to you're you're already drawn to it yeah or something even uh this one is a kind of touchy subject but um, with the recent things that have been happening, all the gun controls and all that stuff, mm. you have, like, I was talking to a good friend of mine through a forum, and he was stating, um, mind you, he's like a 70-year-old black guy. He's been through the times. But he was saying, it's funny how people nowadays are, po uh, like, posting stuff on Facebook, like, and, uh, like, have better gun control. Mm. And yet, you see those same people promoting songs nowadays that just talk blatantly about guns blatantly about killing your your brother blatantly about like stop uh like promoting like uh like don't let the white man put me down still throwing racial like context through everything and yet they are saying to stop racism and yet you have all these like kids keep saying they want change but don't want change at all and he was just saying all this to me and i was just like you have a point because that's the truth that you see nowadays People are so brainwashed into listening to these music, like the music nowadays, and that's when you have people saying like, oh, what is the video games like leading to the kids? Is it leading us to more violence? Or you have people saying, no, no, it's just, it matters of the maturity of the person, but necessarily you have this continuous thing keep pushing and pushing and it pushing. It depends on the quantity that you, like if you play a video game for one hour, maybe once a month. Yep. I don't think it's going to have the same effect if that same 14-year-old is playing that same game for have, six yep. hours a night every single day. You have a 14-year-old playing Call you know? of Duty, and then he wants to go to war. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, but... It, but There's it, always going to be the extremes, yeah, you know? Yeah, but, but I think... So we, we did allude to it a number of times already, but what is what is the purpose of... Of brainwashing so we talked about it here so what is the benefit we we get the process so you know the person who's doing the brainwashing extracts this person's identity and all that mm -hmm. you know now they're in control but like why like what's the point it's whatever the brainwasher wants exactly. to program yeah. the brainwashing. but from that higher level standpoint from that um you know from, from like a, so a culture standpoint or like uh like corporations corporations want uh more people to buy food so yeah coca-cola wants it right like uh, i have actually let me see i have actually some data so you have a study that counted more than 200 junk food ads during four hours of cartoons on television <laughs> saturday morning wow. by itself you have the news reports that it says any special news report that accompanies any other ad is more tangible and seems and lesser chance of people questioning it because it's accurate, just because it says, like, daily news. Mm. And we talked about it in the fake news episode as well. And that just creates a whole fear-mongering 
like sense to the person so that they can push on to towards war or something like that. Like we we talk about brainwashing in the sense that um like even with the music it, it's meant to create like an atmosphere mm-hmm. or keep you um from like achieving or something like that. Like whatever the intent of the brainwasher is it, it clearly doesn't want you to be listening to classical music yep. and, and learning how to do uh, complex tax accounting. You know it, what I mean? It goes like, back to... It, it, it wants to keep you debased for a reason. <laughs> uh, and even that, I read an article today and um, on one of the news things, and it was interesting to me. I've, my news is uh, off the place, um, like all over the place. <laughs> but it was interesting to me. Um, like, you know, like uh, people that receive food stamps, yeah. Um it was basically the top 10 things that they buy. Mm-hmm. And I was like the number one thing was soda. And I was like, man, like could it be just be like I don't want to just pre- put prejudice on if anybody's on like, you know, food stamps or anything that they're just buying soda, but that was the number one thing by a, a landslide, like five like 5% more like than everybody else, you know? But it, it kind of goes to show you this like I don't know why, like, if you ever go driving the hood, there's always a McDonald's. There's always the worst types of food, Philly cheesesteak, mm-hmm. everything all over that place. You go to the nice neighborhood, there's a Whole Foods. Chick-fil-A somewhere. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, all natural, uh, Jason's Deli, if you like that. Well, be, <laughs> yeah, You know what true. I mean? Well, so it's like. Yeah, but, but, but from, uh, and, and I'll be the, the person defending the corporations here, uh-huh. right? But. <laughs> Um, what what is the price point of the food, and who is the demographic they're trying to reach? They're trying to reach the people who can only afford the dollar, you know, the dollar menu. They're not going to put they 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 still do, but of course I'm going to place a McDonald's where I have a cheaper menu in a neighborhood where I know that the the per capita income is lower, and I'm going to put a Whole Foods in an area where it's, I'm not going to put a Whole Foods in the middle of the hood. Yeah, like, but it doesn't it, make sense it's also, from a okay, spending so standpoint. So look, it, uh, you're from New York. I'm from Chicago, right? New York's great. Um, Chicago's <laughs> even better. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, I love Chicago. Yeah, I've been to New York, too. <laughs> yeah, who cares? I've been gotta, to New York, and I was overwhelmed. And I got to go Chicago. to Chicago. I was like, I was, New York is massive. I got to go, like, I gotta go uh, to Chicago. But when you go in the hood, tell me if this is not true or not. I'll tell you. There's true <laughs> nothing but like liquor stores all over of the course place. Yeah. that's true yeah and then not only liquor stores but then there's pornography uh yes. stand like i don't know why there's not like that much here well, in florida but in chicago and stuff when you go in the hood no i was i was um i had to make a pit stop i think i was coming to one of our recording episode uh recording sessions and i had to stop to get something um, I think it was for the episode or whatever. So I pulled in real quick. I think I was getting poster board because we were having our our, um, our meeting. Mm-hmm. And so I pull in there. I get poster board. I get markers. And as you're waiting in line, like this is the dollar store, bro. There's um, there's uh, uh, pregnancy tests. So instead of having, you know, when you go to like Publix or something, you have like Band-Aids and you have some last items they have to pick up. Maybe you have like mm-hmm. a, a magazine or something before you hit the stand. They had pregnancy tests. Like, what are they saying, right? What what is what is the message there? What are the condoms and stuff? Like, what is that? That's it. Well, that's so crazy to me. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, I was I was dumbfounded that that would be an item that as you're as you're leaving the store, let me go ahead and pick up a pregnancy test while I'm about to leave the store. Not chips, a pregnancy test. That, 
for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it kind of goes back to my last point. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, and I do agree with you what you were saying about the McDonald's, that the price point in marketing, that makes sense. What doesn't make sense is that liquor and things like that is at a higher price point. You know what I mean? There's no reason for it to do unless it was a pre pre-brainwashing thing where they want to have you debased. They want to have you operating on a, a level. They don't want you to be listening to classical music, thinking about tax accounting. They don't want you to be, you know what I mean? So could be. It could, it be. could be. No, it absolutely it could, could be. be. I'm I just mean, saying. people people say that the earliest form of brainwashing was during the propaganda era, 1950s, but it was actually during the Roman times where you had breads and circuses. The famous quote, feed them bread and circuses, where it mm. was what the Romans did so that people didn't see the politics of the time of Caesar they would just give them free bread, and the circuses was all the gladiator fights, so they kept the wow. masses entertained. So they never knew really what was going on with politics. That's crazy. They didn't know what was going on with the religion at the time during the whole Christian martyrdom and all that. So they were just entertained. And yet we come here to modern-day America where we're so entertained and we're just always on our phones, always on television, that we don't know what's going on half the time. So when we're actually having a quote-unquote political debate on Facebook— like half the people don't know their facts well half the people can't think for themselves to say you know uh i need to do my research mm-hmm. let's have an open discussion it's, it's all opinions it's but in, in, yeah and words of parrots mm-hmm. it's repeating what somebody else said instead of stopping looking at your experience talking to your neighbors figuring things out it's it's exactly boom 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 you know what was on the media mm-hmm. the other day and and that's yeah. that's what you that's what you hit people off with um, it, it's, it is, um, it is something that is concerning mm-hmm. this topic because it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and I would, and we were talking about it earlier that the church runs the risk of being accused of engaging in brainwashing activities, mm-hmm. particularly when you talk about, uh, worship uh, music or, or when music is played, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer that, that the, the music is a musical form of worship. It is not in and of itself worship uh, on its own. Mm-hmm. It is a form of worship. We worship with our lives. We worship uh, in truth. We worship in spirit. Um, and and we, we can run the risk of you know, having the songs where, you know, you have the preacher preaching and then, you know, to get the climactic moment, the guy's playing the, the piano mm-hmm. in the background or or as he's ending the message, the guy's playing the piano like... Or when the when he's asking for money. Yeah, yeah, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like suddenly you're like in this different mood. It, it sets you in a different mood, right? When the guy's preaching and he's hitting you off, boom, 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 with facts and all this stuff, but then as he's ending the message and he's going to do a calling, if that's the type of church you go to where they do a calling... Um, suddenly the musician he's up there and he's playing the piano and then it just puts you in a serenity and then the preacher starts to talk in a different tone and then it sets the mood and then the listeners who are listening to me now as I change the tone of how I speak it just changes the dynamic that's in your brain Mm -hmm. It, it can become a form of brainwashing whether it's intentional or not there is something to changing the atmosphere using music using tone of voice using those kinds of things. And even when you talk about the music, uh, the, the worship music and the repetition of certain phrases and just having over and over and over, and that's all you got for like for like eight minutes straight. Boom, 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 boom. Suddenly at the end of like seven and a half minutes, people start breaking out into tears. 
is that because they've made this connection with the God with God and the spirit is really moving or they've gone into this place where they're in a trance. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm questioning that Um, because sometimes you see that where you see people, um, they'll say they're filled with spirits and then they'll start dancing and things like that. But it's because they've seen things before. So they're brainwashed to the notion that just because they hear it or the preacher starts speaking in a different tone, they automatically have to act like that. Potentially, right? Exactly. And, and the Bible does uh, uh, ex- uh, it does encourage us and wants us to sing mm-hmm. uh, spiritual hymns and songs to each other and to God so that we are we have an alignment with him. Um, you know, and, and that's part of us renewing our mind is to is to be in that place where, um, you know, we are uh, instead of feeding ourselves the things that are. Uh, that are temporary, that are of this world, that are evil, that are causing us to to uh, live as enemies of God. Instead, we should be doing activities and feeding ourselves and being repetitious in things that will de- uh, cause us to want to glorify and delight God. Particularly, if you think about in, in Book of Philippians, where uh, Paul is saying, you know, think about things that are pure mm-hmm. and admirable, things that are excellent and worthy of praise. In these things, meditate on these things. That means it's a constant reminder. It's a constant thing where you're where it's repetitious. Um, so you're almost brainwashing yourself, but cleansing your mind. You know, if we're talking about the difference between a life of sin. And 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 obscurity and desensitization and um and and conditioning versus a life that is pulling you from that to live a life of purity to live a free life in God in Christ. Um, if that's really what's happening, then uh, then we are also doing the same activities on this side. So it's a very interesting thing because is brainwashing a bad thing? If it's this way versus that way. I mean, not all brainwashing is a bad thing because we have an example of uh, modern day schools where it's a constant repetition of what the things you learn. The teacher repeats something. That's how you learn. You learn it. Yeah. And but the thing is, they repeat it to a point, but you also have to apply it. That's mm-hmm. the thing that people lose right. as well. I want to go back to this. I, I, I didn't even have it highlighted, but it is above the thing and it kind of goes into what we're talking about. Uh, back to HowStuffWorks.com. <laughs> HowStuffWorks.com, shout out. <laughs> well, it says this. Um, while mo- most psychologists believe that brainwashing is, is possible under the right conditions, some see it as improbable or at least as, or, or at least as less severe f- form of influence than the media portrays it to be, right? It says some definitions of brainwash require the presence of a threat of physical harm. And under these conditions, most extremist cults do not practice true brainwashing Mm. in that definition. Then it says since they typically do not use physical abuse recruits, other definitions rely on non-physical coercion to control. And it's kind of like whatever the definition is, you know what I mean? So I feel like us as humans god god made us to learn that way i don't know about you but when i learn i repeat it over and over and it goes into my like i just if i want to memorize something i'll repeat it over and over you have to do a continuous just continue six weeks to learn it yeah and so i think god knowing this you know he he tells us in the in his word to renew our minds yes every single day yes not 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 every other day 
every single day. Yes. And the reason is, is because we're so being polluted every single day that it takes the continual renewing mm-hmm. for us to even think properly. And back to kind of like what you were talking um, of vain repetition. It brings me to Matthew chapter six, um, verse six and seven. It says this. Uh, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees you, who sees what is done in secret will, will reward you. Um, verse seven. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans. Mm-hmm. Right. For they think they will be heard because of their many words. So it's kind of like these these people that don't know God are the ones that are. Oh, God, 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 God. Yeah, other, other translations actually say do not pray in repetition. In repetition. Yeah. So it's almost like they think that vain repetition is going to get their, their voice heard. No, it's not. Yeah. The heart. The definition of, of, of vain um, is empty. And mm-hmm. so those are empty words that are being mm-hmm. exercised because you think you're, you're making a connection with God, but he, he, he knows your heart. He knows who you are. He wants the intimacy with you and not so much the vain words that are being coming out, you know? So, so, um, okay. So it's good. Good point that you bring up with, with all that being said, this is a hypothetical question. What would happen if like, let's say hypothetically, I'm, I'm going to, um, someplace, a school or a church or something like that, where I do see that. And then I'm like, Whoa, like I get this aha moment and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stand out and go against or I'm going to go based on what the word of God says or I'm going to go on this 99% of the time. I don't want to give percentage because I don't know. But a lot a of times, <laughs> yeah, a lot of times like um, those people will probably persecute you. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things like we live in a society where everyone's brainwashed. So the moment that you get unplugged from the matrix now you're that one. You're that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that everybody goes to attack. And then it's like I mean, people that are brainwashed, brainwashed. People who are brainwashed, brainwashed. You know what I mean? And then it's it's kind of like this. So it's kind of like uh, if I'm moving money or something like that. If I, if I teach, if I give you a dollar, but if I teach you to make a dollar or I tell you to go tell someone to make a dollar, it becomes exponential growth, right? Mm-hmm. It becomes like this pyramid, and that's what those pyramid schemes mm-hmm. are, right? So if I brainwash Ju- just Geo, but if I train Geo, so brainwash him such a way that he begins, to, he's friends with you, Mike, but then he's brainwashing you, and then you continue. It's exponential growth of brainwashing. Mm. So now we have, and then what happens when that one person's like, yo, I don't even think I want to work in this building. Yeah, now all the brainwashing pyramid is going against that one. Mm-hmm. That's the society we kind of live in right now. And I, I had raised that question because that's exactly what it is. It's there's no. That's just what we have yeah. is a society of of brainwashing. It's a culture of brainwashing. It is a world in which you will be. You'll be fed. You will be pulled away. And it kind of goes back to what we talked about in the Babylon episode where if you have um, truth on one side, if if the enemy is present, he's going to have to create a replica mm-hmm. to pull you in the other direction. So if you have things like 
Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what is God's will and his good, pleasing, perfect will. And so, and so there is going to be you needing to wrestle with or make a decision as to what you're going to submit to. Are we going to submit to the pressures of the world and and the subliminals and and what the culture wants us to go in the direction of of the occult? And it, are we going in that direction? Or new age, right? Or are we in a place where God has revealed himself to us by his grace and we are now choosing to pursue him? As it tells us there, it tells us to renew our mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I've revealed myself to you. You know who I am. Now it's on you to, to take this and make it your and put a, put your stamp on it. Um, your relationship with me. Renew. Study your word. Get in prayer. Get get uh, sing songs to me. Um, because the world is going to take you in the other direction. The world's going to tell you you're hideous. You have no value. Um, you're 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 dumb. You uh, you need to do things this way. If you don't do them this way, you're going to get rejected and so on and so on and so on to the point where next thing you know, you know, you had plastic surgery, you cut off your nuts. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you're just like, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't have, I don't know. I lost my identity and now my master is nowhere to be found. He's the one who changed me to be this product of whatever I am in debt, um, uh, 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 having animosity with my family, um, you know, uh, relationship woes, uh, uh, everything. And now I'm in this place where I'm looking for my master for comfort and he is not present because he was never there for your best intention. He was there for his glory. And that master is going to, is Satan, right? He's there for his benefit, not yours. So when you go to look for something, you then turn to another idol. You try to find another idol, another replacement because you're empty. You're lost. God, the living God, he is the one that is providing a new way. He's given us a new way. And that is, it's actually the old way. It's the way it's always should have been. It is the original way. It's the true way where he presents to us and says, look, you've been duped, and, and I have an original way. I have the way that I formed you, that I created you to be. The way that I'm going to show you has never changed. It's always been consistent. When you seek, you shall find. When you knock, the door shall be open. I'm here for you. I didn't just make the world and let it run like a clock the way other worldviews will say no i've made the world you've ruined it but i'm still here to have an intimate relationship with you when you seek me i'm here mm-hmm. i'm here to guide you to show you to love you to 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 transform you into the image of jesus talks about in romans 8 that that's the objective those who were called you know are are going to be transformed into the image of christ because i'm in your life and so that's the new way that new way to us the original way, the way it's always been, the original way to God, um, that's the other, that's the brainwashing that is the, that is the good brainwashing. It is a brainwashing that we need to cleanse our minds from this spiritual decay and this burden of this world that is taking us in a million different directions. And now he's putting us in 
the original placing says you tried all of the buffet and you got sick. Now, here's the real food, non-GMO, that you should be. This is where you should be at. This is your harvest. Enjoy it because it's real freedom. And, and, you know, I think when we, when we try to fool ourselves with creating all these different atmospheres to create false fire in the presence of God, yo, his truth is in his word. His promises are in his word. We don't have to create something that's not there. We don't have to give false promises. We don't have to make false fire. We don't have to tap into fake emotions. Mm -hmm. The disciples didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. They spoke truth into people's lives. They looked, they compared, they said, yo, you're doing this. Here's your conviction. Jesus went straight to the heart. He's like, uh, any of these dudes, your husband? She's like, no. You got yeah. five. Yeah, you got five. <laughs> None of them are your men. You know what I'm saying? Like, repent. Follow me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like touching at the heart of the issue. That was freedom. That was real brainwashing. But it's the cleansing to say you were duped. Come. I'm here. Come back. But it kind of goes to show you, like, um, even in even how stuff works, it yeah. says that that can't be considered true brainwashing unless it's, like, aggressive. And some people disagree. But brainwashing is usually for the benefit of of the person that's brainwashing when god is telling us to renew his mind he's not trying to dupe you he's not trying to he's all for our benefit what kind of brainwashing that is that he's going to benefit you that's that's crazy you know what i mean that's crazy and that that's where i think people who have had bad experiences with 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 an imperfect church you know, no church is perfect, right? So we're imperfect people and we hurt each other. And so we put the hurt that we've experienced with each other on God. And, you know, yes, there are real people out there that have really bad intentions that are on the pulpit preaching that, that you know, that, man, if you only knew your word, you would not even entertain the idea of what some of these dudes are talking about and the way they take advantage of people and so forth. But then there's the other part where where it, it, there's not an intentional desire to take advantage of people and and you're an imperfect you're you're amongst imperfect people that are also being transformed by the grace of God and you so happen to get hurt and now you're saying this God is whatever but he's always been there. He's always and he and in the midst of that he's going to show you that man, I've never left you. I've never forsaken you. It, it's never been about anything. Right, it's never. It's it's been about about saving you. It's been about loving you. I've sacrificed everything for you, whereas the truth is the other way around. When you have idols and when you have the other master, where you sacrifice everything for it, the the reverse is true with God. He sacrificed everything for you. That's true. He gives you all things. We have all things, and and so you know that's where, um, that's where. In, in the book of Isaiah where he's like, I don't want your sacrifices. You're giving all these sacrifices. I don't want that. I don't you want your sacrifices. sacrifice like real, like yeah, animal yeah, yeah, sacrifices. Yeah, yeah. In, in, at the, in those times, right? But but regardless, it's like you, you're giving me an offering, whatever it is, right? You're giving me all this stuff. Money or yeah, an animal I, I, or something. That's not what I want. I don't mm -hmm. want all that. Like you want to give me all this stuff. You want to give me service. You want to do all this stuff. I want you. I want you. Come. My child, I want you. I want your purity. I want your love. I want, I want you. Like Bible calls it living sacrifice. Yeah, you want to give me all this stuff as if I need it. I'm not. I, 
hello, I'm God, baby. Like, I don't need none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, put all this stuff together and it still is not enough. You're always going to fall short. In, in, the best, in your best days, you're going to fall short. So, wake up, mm. right? Yeah, a discipline will be to give. But, man, if that's hindering you from actually having a real relationship with me, yo, seek me first, dude. Seek me first. And then... And then we'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? We'll figure out what the other things are, the works and all this stuff. We'll figure that out. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's just a strange, strange dynamic that we have where you see that. And we talked about it last, We talked about it in the Babylon episode where that strange merger that can happen very easily where the ideals of the world can be in Within the church. It yes. kind of reminds me of like uh, Daniel. In, we even talk about because yeah. uh, Nebuchadnezzar was a practitioner and a follower of that ancient religion, Babylon. Yeah like legit and it's almost like this time where daniel and his friends are living in that world apart from their home in in um you know with his their people and they're actually in the place of babylon and like as slaves and it's like the king is forcing them to do all this thing forcing them to even change it's like this brainwashing thing begins Mm -hmm. to occur he says i'm gonna give you new food it's like, dude, we don't even eat that food. We're gonna, we well, gotta eat it. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like brainwashing to even to the food level, kind of like what I was reading earlier. They, the bathroom, they control everything. And that's kind of like what Nebuchadnezzar was trying to do with these people. It's like you can, I'm gonna take you in to be my slaves. Mm. I want the smartest of smart, but I also want them to be docile, mm. right? Mm. And then so these people were just un. There's some people that are just un, uh, brainwashable. And he and him and his friends were like, listen, we're not going to bow down to the point where this man gets so mad. It's funny because God gave him a favor. So he like kind of like liked the, him, Daniel and his friends. But then like through the whispering of his other um, other mm-hmm. um, advisors, yeah. other advisors, he's like, yo, I'm going to set up this image. The moment that what music gets played it's like this brainwashing in a mass scale this this uh we talked about babylon last last week it was like <laughs> music is playing and every time you hear that music you're gonna worship it and and dude this dude wouldn't do it he was like yo you're not gonna pray no more Psh. And open no fear this dude was gangster no fear it's like yeah yeah and it's a point where it's like yo i'm gonna have to burn these guys in the furnace get it as hot as possible God, in his infinite wisdom, burned the people that were trying to make it hot. That's crazy, yeah. And then, even with that, they didn't get burned. And mm-hmm. w- well, there was one more in there that didn't, wasn't even mm-hmm. one of the friends. They were like, is Remember it that? four? Wait, is, is it four in there? He, that man looks like the son of man. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that in there? What's going on? And it's the reality is that God, when you're God's, he protects it. It's kind of like this quote that I never forget from Charles Stanley. He's like, obey God and leave all the consequences to him. Dope. That's the end of the quote. Obey God and leave all the consequences. But the thing is with uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and, Meshach, and Abednego in that, in that scene, um, they say, you know, uh, we trust our God. If he saves us, praise God. If he doesn't save us, praise God. Either way, we're praising God. Like on some, it doesn't matter, son. Like... I'm here. I'm with God. He takes me. He allows it to happen. Cool. If he doesn't, that's what's up. And it didn't matter to them. Like, there was no, 
there was no prerequisite. There was no contingency in their worship to God. It was just God. But it kind of reminds me of like, okay, we talked about Babylon last week. We live in that. We can America, whatever. This world is like that Babylon, Babylon the exact same type of system, system of thought, right? So we have to be. There has to be a point, and like even you mentioned with the six nine, dude, my me myself too. We we grew up in the same style of music in that same age bracket where I'm predisposed uh-huh. to that type of music. So I'm listening to six well, nine. I'm, I'm, you, that, I'm, you sent it to me. Yeah, and I was I, like, yo, this is. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, this is trash, and we're laughing me. about it. He did, yeah. And I was like, yo, let me let me listen to it. And I listened to Breakfast Club. I was like, okay, let me hear it. And I, I saw an interview. I kept listening to it. I'm like, yo, why is this the fireest song I ever heard in it's my life? Crazy, like I was like, dude, call the doctor. Like yeah. I, in me, I was like, yo, it's the energy. Just it's I was so like, crazy. wow, but it goes to show you <laughs> that like. The, I'm sorry, bro. The, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's all your fault. No. It's all my fault. No, so. but it goes to show you that we're predisposed. We're not exempt from brainwashing. Matter of fact, any person who's watched a Disney movie when they were eight years old is brainwashed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, we're not. We live in this, this this Babylon, but that's why I feel like when it talks about what you were reading. Yeah, it was saying renew your mind. But it didn't stop her. It's a conditional statement. Yes. So that you would be able to see and test and approve the will of God. Yeah. So in order to know God's will, you need to you need to have that clear mind. But if we're living in the system and we accept it. Yeah. See, see, the thing about brainwashing that I was reading, it was talking about that 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 brainwasher and the brainwashee, they come into an agreement. See, if if a person is continually berating me. Like if I had if I had a wife, thank God I love my wife. She's like I never met a woman that we we barely even fight. We get like little arguments and it's like I love you, you know what I mean. So thank God, right? But it's early. What would happen? It's early. It's early. You know what I mean. (laughs) Shout out to eight months. Hashtag eight months. (laughs) Talk to me after twelve years. Yeah, after eight years, I'm like, yo, bro, you remember that? You remember that podcast eight years ago? Let me throw that podcast back on. It's nothing, bro. It's nothing. (laughs) Nah, no, 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 no. no, no, no. But I'm saying is that like, what would happen if I had a like? It goes to show you, like, as a man, right? You come confident, right, in life. You you approach a female or whatever. You're like, hey, what's up? That woman continues to berate you. Oh, you ain't nothing. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I'm gonna dust that off my shoulder. Yeah, but the beration just keeps coming, 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 to the point where you're like, man, I must, man, yeah. hold up. Like, the person, if he is weak, and he he oh um accepts it, then the brainwasher, the agent, and the brainwashy, the once the brainwashy accepts it. So the moment that I accept that, man, 6 9 is hot. And, and for a moment, I'm like, yo, that's hot. But then I have to be like <laughs> continually renewing it's my true. mind. It's true. So that I can see what God's will is, not it's mine. True. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Um, I mean, there's so much more we could even talk. Like, I, I feel like I have 10 more things I want to I dive into. But uh, we're definitely over time. And I know the listener, uh, hopefully they've enjoyed uh, the episode. They got a lot out of it. Um, so any final thoughts, G, anything you want to add? No, not really. No, y'all talked everything. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I want to just keep going though. It's crazy. Maybe Uh, we do part two, right? Maybe we do part two. Um, It's not unheard of. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, uh, so yeah, tune in. 
Uh, I know the Babylon episode, hopefully by the time you listen to this, I've fixed the issue that we had with the audio. Um, I'm going to try to do that once we once we get off here. But if I'm not able to, turn, just turn up the volume <laughs> and uh, hopefully you get a lot out of uh, that episode. Um, so no shots out of the week. Just diving right into the episode. Uh, Mad Love goes out to um, Religion Man. Uh, you know, he's playing the scenes in the background, uh, <laughs> showing us love and giving us support again. Um, so uh, so blessings to him and his family and his uh, and the new one that's on the way. Uh, but until then, check us out on um, SoundCloud. Uh, what else? Instagram. iTunes. YouTube. YouTube Facebook. Facebook. Um, check us out on all those platforms. Check out G. Uh, what's your blog site? Geologyblog.com. It's about to get changed soon. To, to just uh, Lucius. Because I'm mixing art and poetry together. And I'm going to start selling my art. So Yeah, man. And, f- man, I don't know about you, but I saw some of his art. Dope. It's on point, yeah. man. Lucius A. Wolf. Can you spell that for for the people listening, please? L-U-C-I-U-S-A dot Wolf. W-U-L-F-E. Lucius A. Wolf. That's Love my quote-unquote pen name. It's his pen name. So if he, uh, he's an author. Check out his book. It's under that same pen name, his artwork, um, and then uh, his blog, Geology. Uh, what is it again? Geologyblog.com. Geologyblog.com. And uh, we love you guys. Signing out. Mike the Baptist. J-Mo. Geology. See ya.